The date is March 13th, and our scripture reference from my utmost for his highest for today is perhaps the best known, most quoted verse in all of the Bible. John 3.16, which reads, For God so loved the world that he gave his only Son, that whoever believes in him should not perish, but have eternal life. I mentioned that this is probably the most quoted verse in all of the Bible, but it's also the one verse that almost everyone seems to know by heart, even those who never even open the pages of a Bible on a regular basis. And as I sit here now thinking about all of that, I can't help but wonder why that is. I mean, there are lots of memorable portions of Scripture. Why is this the verse, the one that everyone seems to latch on? Well, the reasons are multiple, but at least one major reason may be two words which seem to jump off the page as I look at this well-worn verse afresh. And those two words are, He gave. Speak to your average person on the street about God, His nature, and His attributes. And it's very unlikely you'll hear much about the loving, giving nature of God. In fact, if you ask them for two words which best describe Him, those two might well be, He demands. And if you were to press for specifics on this, you're likely to hear things like, well, he demands I stop doing this or that or the other. Or he demands that I give up virtually everything that I presently enjoy. For them, God is the great cosmic killjoy, the eternal frown, a relentless landlord of the soul, if you will. And if indeed he has any sense of love about him, it seems to be reserved exclusively for those who make themselves most miserable in this life, in the feeble hope that things will turn out better for them in the next. But the truth of the gospel is that the God of creation, who is well within his purview to demand, has decided instead to give. And this is a mystery which confounds us. How are we to fully comprehend that the immortal would take on mortality? That the eternal word Jesus, the Son of God, would become flesh and dwell among us. And contrary to the world's view about him, while he does indeed take, he takes on himself the very sin of mankind. As the Apostle Paul, under the inspiration of the Holy Spirit, so eloquently stated it in 2 Corinthians chapter 5, the 21st verse, For our sake he, God, made him, Jesus, to be sin who knew no sin, so that in him we might become the righteousness of God. It is said that Martin Luther referred to this verse as the great exchange. In the context of our discussion here, I guess you could say it's the great gift exchange. But it's quite an unequal one. He gets my sin, I get his righteousness. I suppose it is God both giving and taking, and all to my benefit. His gift is the grace of our Lord Jesus Christ. And of that, I am a most grateful taker.